What is up, Wholesale Chameleon family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Today, I got Marn and Otto jumping on. They just closed their first wholesale deal. They're going to share with you guys exactly how they do it. No sales pitch, all free content just for you. And the only thing that's missing is for you to put in the W-O-R-K. So anyways, I hope this that video will add some value to you. Put your hand together and smash the thumbs up and walk me, help me welcome our guest. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> so, okay, so for those for those that don't know, I think I might want you guys to speak up a little bit louder. And also, too, oh. is, yeah, and also, too, is for, obviously, could you guys share a little bit about your background, your story a little bit, and then uh, before we head into uh, your wholesale deal? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I grew up uh, with, like, like, I mean, not a lot of money and stuff, and I always had, like a like, a little business going on, like, like first, like in high school, like I always wanted to do like my own, like, like, like stuff, you know, not work for anybody. Um, like in high school, I was, I was actually selling chips. Uh, and then I, I started mowing like lawns and then I started a tree business. Uh, and uh, it was a pretty good business. And then I got into when the COVID started, um, it was, it was kind of slowing down. And then uh, I, I saw you on TikTok. And then that's when I, when I, when I started and uh, it was like, like late November. Yeah, it was late November. Awesome, bro. Hey, um, selling chips. Um, uh, so how you do that? Uh, honestly, I mean, I would just take the box to school because, um, <laughs> first, like, because people would do it like in school too, like, like some people. And I was like, I told my friends, there you go. Like, let, let me, let me sell for you. You know, I just wanted to see how it was. And then I sold like, like 20 chips, like in five minutes. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it's good. And after that, I just, I just started in the, the chip business. <laughs> Dude, so wait, so 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 you go to Costco to get the big box of chips? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the so you go to Costco to buy the big box of chips, and then you would go to um, obviously to your school and then sell them individually. So you pretty much put the uh, put the uh, the uh, the vending machine business yeah. out of business, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of like that. <laughs> Good for you, man. And so so the chips, and then uh, uh, what else? Uh, after that, I, I started mowing lawns on the weekends, and I started getting clients, and I got little, uh, like, business cards and all that, and that actually helped me with the wholesaling, because uh, when you try and mow lawns, you, you knock on a bunch of doors, I would knock, like, on a hundred doors, like, a day, and, like, a, a bunch of people told me, no, 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 like, and, uh, I mean, I would just keep on going and, and try to get, like, those jobs. Dang, dude, uh, um, honestly, for those of you who are out there who are teens, you right? you're 14, 15, 16, 18, or, you know, 17, and you're looking for maybe a side hustle, right, that you can make some extra money. I think mow, I think mowing lawn is good, dude. I, I have kids that knock on my door and say, hey, I would cut your, you know, I'll mow your lawn for X amount, right? So basically, you just put in, you just put in sweat equity, man. So how much do you charge per lawn, man? Uh, we're, we're in Texas, and I'll see, like, the average is, like, 25 to 30 bucks. Sometimes you get lucky, 45 it depends on how big the house is. And uh and obviously so so average about twenty-five, you saw you you said twenty-five dollars? Yeah, twenty-five thirty. And how usually how long does it take you uh to finish one? Uh probably like like thirty minutes. Dude, dude, two of those, that's fifty bucks an hour. Yep. Exactly. Dude, that's dude, bro, that's fifty bucks an hour. You know that most people with a college degree don't even make fifty bucks an hour. Come on, come on, man. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So good for you, man. So you got the chips, you got the lawn mowing. What's next? 
Yeah, and then I started, honestly, I, I, I had a lot of ideas. I, I was like, a, like a, a fencing a business or roofing business. I got into like contracting. I don't know what I was doing, but I, I was there. Like I, I was getting those jobs too. Uh, but I, I stuck with the, with the trees because it was, it was really good. It was really good. Uh, um, it was really good money. Nice, bro. So are you, so are you still doing, uh, uh, the lawn business? No, the, the lawn business, I, I mean, I, I stopped doing it when I started doing the trees. Yeah. Uh, selling. No, I, I stopped doing the lawns and I, I went into, into tree cutting. Oh, uh, tree cutting. Yeah, tree, tree removal and, uh, tree trimming, palm, palm trimming. I'll, I'll get up on the, on the palm trees. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I, I discovered wholesaling and I mean, I got, I got into it and now I, when I get like, like small, easy jobs that I still get a lot of money, I still do those, those true ones. Cause it's like $800. Like it's pretty good. Like, in, like yeah. In a- so, um, so it, so, so you charge people about 800 bucks to take down, uh, a tree, right? It's like 800 to like 2000, 800 to 2000 bucks, depending on how tall and how big the tree is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So Marn, how about you, bro? I'm doing good. <laughs> um, my bio background is that both my parents are entrepreneurs, so I got the entrepreneur blood in me. You know, uh, like I, 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 I don't. I'm not. I'm not accustomed to working that nine to five job. I used to work a bunch of jobs. I my first job was Rudy's barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I used to work in that barbecue business, and then I, I got fired. <laughs> and then I went to Top Golf. I don't know if you're familiar with Top Golf, um, the big business. I said, so you, where you golf on the three stories. And then the pay is like 725 plus tips. So honestly, it wasn't that well. I didn't get paid too good. I, I, got, I got overworked a lot. I worked a lot of hours. And then and then I moved to, to Target. Um, and it's pretty good pay there. I'm not going to lie, 15 an hour. Ooh. Um, Target? So, Target? Yeah, Target. So I, I, was, I was just I was going up the ladder, but then... Um, yeah, but then I got fired from there too. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just not made for businesses, I guess. And then I was like, you know what? Like I was already used to making a lot of money with Target. So I was just like, I need to make money some other way. So I, and I got fired. I was just like, I'm not going to look for another job. Um, and then literally the day after I got fired, I started driving for dollars. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So now how do you, so how do you know, uh, how do you know uh, to drive for dollars though? Uh, well, a lot of TikToks, a lot of TikToks, like your TikToks or anybody, there's a lot out there. Or just yeah. like, oh, look for abandoned houses and you find one, you get $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds crazy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, so now, Martin, you say that your parents is an entrepreneur. Uh, so what do they do, bro? Uh, well, my mom sells like, uh, like makeup. She does Mary Kay. So, oh, uh, okay. Uh, she, she, she's really good at it. She worked up a ladder. She had like a pink Cadillac. So that's like the top tier, like of the Mary Kay business. And my dad, he owns vending machines. So. Oh, dude. Okay. Hey, Amar. I mean, if you don't mind, bro, how much does your mom? How much does your mom makes a month? Uh, well, right now it's slow because of COVID, but but like she used to. I don't honestly. I, I don't even ask because I, I just I wasn't really. I didn't know a, a lot of money, but now now that I know more about money and stuff, like I I don't honestly. I don't even know how much she makes. <laughs> I have to ask you. Now, how um how about your dad? Because I know on TikTok, dude, a lot of people are talking about vending machines and all that. So how about your dad? Oh, that's really like my dad gets like five hundred every week, and that's with just one vending machine. Wait, so, wait, five G's? 
Oh, okay. I was like five G's dude. Okay, so he gets five hundred bucks every yeah. week. Right from one from one vending machine. From one and how how many does he have? I think he has like fifteen. He has fifteen of them. Yeah. So but, yeah. I do the math really good, dude. Because because there's because they think there's people out there that say, hey Kong, you know anything about vending machines? So if I take fifteen, um, so that's so he makes about seventy five hundred bucks a month, or I'm sorry, a week. Around there, yeah. But it, it, it always it goes here and there. Like sometimes it be three hundred bucks, sometimes it be thousand, sure. eight hundred. It, it always varies. But sure, I sure. Five hundred bucks. Okay, so and how much does it cost to get uh, a vending machine? Uh, he bought them a long time ago, so it's like one of the old fashioned ones. It doesn't have any like card or anything. It's just cash. Yeah, cash, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I believe he said he bought them back in the day for like three thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars each. Uh, and right there, that's the initial investment. That was like like ten years ago. And so, 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 okay. So, Martin, so it costs about three, three thousand, three to four thousand to buy one of this uh, vending machine. Yeah. Exactly. And then I think you would have to go to the store, and you would also have to lease the space, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, he had a contract with the with the people. Um, he he didn't go to like the mall, you would think, or like businesses. He would go to like warehouses, yeah, like, where the truckers go. Oh, the, um, I don't know what to call it. The freights, like where all the truckers go, like where they park. Yeah. Not, like the big, big, big businesses that, that, that use truckers. And okay. That's the vending machine. Yeah, man. Because, uh, because, you know, I think uh, location is key. Exactly. Yeah. Because now I, I don't know where you guys are from, but if you put a vending machine in my, my mall, dude, uh -huh. you're going to go out of business because my mall is dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. My mall's dead, bro. Uh, yeah, COVID, with COVID, it, it definitely did, did, did have a have a did have a big impact on my my father's business. Got you, man. So so about three thousand dollars for the vending machines plus uh, whatever uh, the spot is. Yeah, exactly. So my my question for you is, why don't you get into why don't you get into uh, the vending machine business, bro? Uh, oh yeah, I've, actually I've been looking to a lot of ways to get a passive income. I'm, I'm actually looking to get. Actually, ATMs. I don't know if you if you know about that business. ATMs. I heard about it, but I don't know too much. Uh, why don't uh, you explain a little bit? <laughs> well, I heard like ATMs, like you put them in bars. I know a lot of bars don't like take credit cards for some reason, or, or, like small businesses. Um, so you put the ATM there, and, and whenever the uh, a person, a client has just card and no cash, yep. all you gotta do is take out the cash, and you get a percentage of that. Gotcha, man. And it's passive income, literally, because you're not doing anything. I gotta just drop it off and. Just that's again. it yeah. and and then you just come uh and pick up the cash right yeah, oh no every week <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice all right okay now let's talk about you guys' first um wholesale deal so when did you when did you um when did you di discover wholesaling and when did you initially start okay so i started in in late october i want to say like uh maybe the 23rd wait 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 uh, November 23rd, you said? Oh, October. Like, oh, October 23rd, okay. Yeah, it was late, late October. Uh, I saw one of your videos, and then I was like, it, it was like, oh, they're trying to be rich, uh, or something. <laughs> they, they're trying to look rich before they get rich, right? And I was like, oh, this is, like, so funny, right? And I clicked <laughs> on your page, and I was like, like, oh, like, I made, like, like, you're, you're like, uh, showing the checks, like, 23000 yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, at first, honestly, I thought it was, like, a scam or something, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was like, man, like, like, I'm gonna give it a shot, right? 
And then I started watching all your videos because like I liked your personality and all that. Um, like I, I really liked it. And then thanks, bro. Um, I started watching all your videos and I was like, you, like I took me like three days and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take action right now. And I, I went on Craigslist and I found this house for like it was like fifty-five thousand, right? And then I checked on Zillow, right? And it, the the estimate was like one hundred sixty thousand. And I was like, it was like fifty thousand in repairs. Uh, or something like that, and I was like, I'm gonna make around fifteen thousand. And I was like, let's go. It was that easy. Like, I was like, it's that easy. And I went on uh, on Craigslist, and I, and I was looking at a uh, cab drivers. I was calling like a bunch of them. Uh, there were many wholesalers. Now, like looking back, and I met this one guy. His name was uh, his name's Ray. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I mean, we can go. And he was giving me tips. He's a real, real cool guy. Uh, he's one of my my cab buyers. Uh, he's a really good friend. Uh, he's always giving me tips and stuff. Shout out to Ray. You watch this. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we went. It was like probably like an hour away from where we live, right? I was like, okay, I'm I'm making 15k, and then we get there. The house was so like it was so like bad, like it had so many like the whole house was concrete and all of it was cracked. All of it was cracked. Okay. Uh, and then, honestly, like this house, like it's worth nothing, like nothing. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever, right? We, we um, I go back. I, I was uh. He, he's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give you a list, like, uh, so you can call for me, right? And I, I started calling, and I called like maybe, I want to say like 150 numbers. So, 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 okay. So wait, so you, okay, so you saw the property that was listed on Craigslist for fifty-five thousand. Yeah. You went out and looked at the property and thought it was going to be a deal. Uh, it ended up not to be a deal. Mm -hmm. So you end up calling. So, now did you even made an offer to the seller? Yeah, I mean, I I um I talked to him like, like I saw the post and I, I called him and I was like, I was like, hey, he's Spanish, and I I told him oh like what's the lead? Like I was like uh like I don't know what to say right. I was like, like I don't know like I, he was Spanish right, so I started talking in Spanish, and I was like oh what's the lead you'll take? Like I'll buy right now like uh like cash you know and I'll take care care of everything. And he's like what's what's the lead? He's like oh you can give me like fifty thousand right. And then, and then I was like, okay, whatever, like, you know, like, I, I, I was like, let's go, like, like, I got a deal, right? And I, I was calling the numbers up, and then well, we went to see it, and it turns out the house was worth nothing, like, it was a teardown, because uh, the, literally the walls were cracked, the ceiling right. was cracked, everything. So, yeah. so, so, so my question to you is, did you even make an offer? No, it's just about 50000 like, honestly, like, I, I just, I just did that. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who's watching this, this is key. You got to make offer. So, and, and I know sometimes you come in with so low that you are, um, you're scared to make the offer to the seller, you know, that you're, you're afraid that they're going to yell at you, scream at you or whatever it is, but you got to make the offer. And typically if the, if it comes in really, really low, right. If you, if let's just say if the seller wants 50,000 and just for example, if you have to come in like at 15,000, just because the house is going to be tear down. The thing is that the property worth something. All right, the property's worth something. The house doesn't worth anything, but the land got to worth worth something. Okay, so if there's there was a there was a house there, so whoever's gonna buy it, they're gonna tear it down and they're gonna be able to build another house. All right, so the land is gonna be worth something. So you guys gotta understand, the house isn't worth now. You now you gotta think, what does the what does the value of the land go for? And then you just need to figure that out, and then you need to make an offer that is lower, so you can sell the land over to another investor where they're gonna tear it down. And they can build on it. So, for example, if the seller is asking for fifty thousand, if you have to make an offer of let's just say ten thousand, 
And you're like, God, there's no way he's going to accept this, right? And it's, it's, so here's how I position myself. So I say, so I would go out there and I would say, hey, Martin, you know what? Well, you look at the property. Honestly, the house is a teardown. It doesn't work. You know, it's really just the value is in the land. Um, and, you know, I mean, if you want to hear my offer, I'm more than happy to share it with you, right? Um, here's what, and then I would position it where it's not coming from me, but here's what my team come up with or my purchase manager come up with or my manager come up with. Um, and if you want, if you want to hear it, let me know. And, and the thing is, people always, when you say that, mo people always curious, man, right? They're always curious to know what it is. So they would ask you, go ahead, sh sh share with me what it is. And then I would just say, well, you know, just I, I don't want this to upset you or offend you in any way, shape or form. This is a number that came from my, my manager. And like I said, it's going to be super low. So please don't be mad at me. But if you want to hear it, here's what it is. So would you consider? And then I position it and I said, would you consider? I don't say our offer would be because when you say our offer would be. To, to the seller, it means it sounds like that's your final offer where they can't negotiate. But if you say, would you consider, it makes it sound a little bit more sweet. I would say, would you consider 10000 And then I would sweeten it up by saying, hey, we cover all the closing costs, all the fees. We'll take it over the property as is. Really, that's the value of the land. And that's the, you know, and, and, and that's kind of where we are at right now in price. And then just ask them, so what do you think? Does that work for you or not? And then they will come back and they will give you some other number, right? And if they give you some other number that is lower than 50,000, now there is motivation, right? You guys, this is all strategies to negotiating. So when a seller come back and say, oh no, heck no, 10,000, you kidding me, right? Most sellers would say that I'm not gonna give it away. Okay, no, Martin, I understand, you know, I'm not looking, you know, we're not looking for you to give the property away, but what would you do or what could you do knowing that we are going to take it over as is and pay all the closing costs? This is all negotiating tactics, you guys. And then if the seller comes back and said, you know, I, I, I can't do 10, okay, 50 won't work. I can do 40 or 30, whatever that is. Then you take that number, you'll be like, okay, um, let me talk with my team manager and see what we can do. And then you just go back and forth until you can come to an agreement on a price. All right. But always make sure that if they don't accept your offer, you keep them on a follow-up because they might say no now, but dude, I'm telling you, people change every single day. Next week, boom, they might accept your offer at 10K. Okay. So just an FYI. Okay. So now you, um, you got a list from your buddy. Okay. How big is the list? Uh, the list was, uh, the first list you gave me, it was like, like 200. Was like 200 people to call? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was calling all of them and, and a bunch of people were raging at me. Uh, and like, like, you know, like, why are you calling me and stuff like that? And I mean, I, at first it's a little bit like, like frustrating, but you keep on calling, you keep on calling, you know? And I, and I got this, this, uh, this one, uh, one person was like, yeah, I'm interested in selling my house. And I was like, or I'm like, is there like a specific number you want for it, right? And then he was like, no, I mean, honestly, I don't know anything about real estate, so, um, when can we meet to like, so I, I can, for me to give you like an offer, right? Uh, I go to his house. I mean, I didn't even know what to look for. Like, I mean, I, I knew like the roof, all this and all that, right? But I was like, well, I mean, I could probably, like I ran the numbers, new tile, new uh, kitchen, everything. And the repairs were going to be around, I want to say like, like 25,000. Wait, wait, wait. Repair was, repairs around how much? It was like, it was like 25,000. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, and then, well, I ended up getting it on a contract that I, don't, I think it was 48, 48,500, uh, I think. Okay. Yeah, I ended up getting it on the contract. And then I called my, my friend Ray and he's like, he's like, congratulations, you know, like, like, <laughs> like you gotta, like nobody, like not a lot of people like get houses on the contract like you did, right? And I was like, so proud, like, uh, you know, um, and then he has, he goes inside, like once I get on the contract with the seller uh, at the 48, he's like, you know what? Like he looks around and he's like, like the foundation, but I, I didn't know, like, I, I didn't really feel it the first time I went in, uh, cause it, it was like carpet um and the house was literally like like this kind of like like that but i didn't feel it the first time i went in and i was like he's like you, you see like all this you know like, i don't really know he's like he's like i'll see like all right this is like ten thousand to like repair because one of the walls was actually going like like out and he's like he's like let me check with my my like my my buddy and then i'll get back to right he's like honestly like uh I, I can't i can't do it it's too much Right, and I got some contractors to go in, and it was like I, I took like three different ones, and just to fix the whole foundation, it was around thirty thousand, just to fix the foundation. And uh, so wait, wait, wait. So just so just for the just for the foundation repair is it is thirty thousand. Yes, it's thirty thousand. Okay, for those of you who's watching, foundation is a huge, it's a major, major repairs. All right, and it costs a lot. So just an FYI. Okay, keep going. Yeah, uh, and then, well, I, I posted it on Facebook. Uh, honestly, like one tip for everybody that gets a property on a contract, uh, like you should list the property on Facebook. You get a lot of cash buyers on Facebook Marketplace. They've gotten a lot of cash buyers from Facebook Marketplace. Uh, you just get a lot of like, that's like a, the best way probably for, for us to get a cash buyers. Um, Nice. So, 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 bro. So, you got under contract for forty thousand. How much did you uh, put it out to the buyer for? Uh, I put it up at uh, I, I believe fifty fifty six five hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep uh, keep going. Yeah, and then uh, well, a lot of people went to see it. I probably showed it to maybe 30, 40 people, and all of them were offering me because like they knew about the foundation, right? Uh. And it's also not just investors, it's people that have cash that just want to buy a house for themselves, right? Uh, and there was this one lady that I wanted to buy, but I, I felt really like bad because I knew like the foundation was like bad. And I was like, no, I'll get some of the houses in the future and I'll show you some. Uh, and, uh, but all of them were offering me, they were offering me 35,000, 35,000. I, I, I talked to the seller and he was like, he's like, I don't, I don't think I can go that down, you know? And then, well, I showed it to all those people, and I, I honestly, I, I just let it go after like like a month or two. Like after after the contract ended, I, I just I just let it go right because uh, like everybody told me honestly, like this is just like a it's just a teardown. But uh, before, like we didn't know that you could sell the land if you tear down the house. Like it's just something we didn't know. Like you know, like a lot of people don't know that. Like like honestly, right. like a lot of new wholesalers. Um, but we, we didn't know that and I just let it go. And then this, this one guy, he, he, he hit me up and he was like, hey, Azo, do you still have that foundation house in San Juan? Like, and I was like, honestly, I just let it go, but I still have contact with the owner. And then he went um, and he looked at it right. And he's like, honestly, I, I got, like I told him, no, the foundation is too bad. Like it's a third time. He's like, no, I still want to look at it, right? Uh, and then he, he went to see it. He's like, no, honestly, I can't buy it, right? And I was like, okay. And I, I, we actually, around that time, 
we got another house under contract. It was a whole acre. The house was like 1,400 square feet. Uh, and we were getting like more cash buyers from it, right? Um, this one guy, um, he, he, call, he called me and he was like, um, do you have any other properties? Because that property that we, the new property that we got on the contract, uh, we had already sold it. He's like, do you have any other property? He's like, I, I mean, I have this one in San Juan. And he's like, oh, like that was pretty cool. Cause uh, like I, I live near there and he, he goes and he sees it and he's like, honestly, it's, it's, it's probably like a teardown, right? Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's a teardown. And he's like, I was like honestly, I, I could probably offer you, uh, like I told him, how much can you offer me like for it, right? Cause you know, I, I learned that uh, strategy after like, like never give your first number out. So I told him, how much can you offer me? He was like, eh, I could probably do 35, 35, right? Um, and then I, I talked back to the to the owner. Wait, like, wait, 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 you got you got him on a contract for forty eight thousand. Forty eight thousand, yeah. You try you market it for forty six or fifty six thousand five hundred. Yeah. Okay. And and all the buyers pretty much say no because it yeah. just needs too much work. So the best offer, so the best offer you got on that was what thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand, yeah. Thirty five thousand. Yeah. Okay. After that, what do you do, bro? Uh, well, I went back to the seller and I was like, honestly, like. Um, maybe add to fifteen thousand just to tear this whole, whole house like down because there was actually uh, like another um like little shit in the back and so it's like ten to fifteen and um it's like I mean okay like what, what's your offer right and so honestly like the best we could do is probably like like twenty four and he's like mm, okay let me think about it and I, like I told him, oh, okay I'll, I'll, he's like call me in two days like I'm gonna talk to my wife about it um. Uh, and I ended up calling him in, like in two days, and he's like, honestly, I don't think I can take 24. Can you go a little bit more up? And I was like, what, what's your, what are you looking at? Like, what number? And he was like, I'm looking at 29. And then uh, we, I was like, okay, like, it's good. And I thought I talked back with the, with the buyer, and I told him, honestly, somebody else gave me an offer at 35. Can you go a little bit more up? And then he's like, he's like, he's like yeah. And then he went up, he went a, a grand up. And after that, we got on the contract. Wait, uh, wait, 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 bro. So you call back the buyer and you said, hey, I have I have a better offer. I have another offer that came in at 35. Can you do any better? Yeah, that's what I did. And yeah. how, high, how high did he went to? He went 1,000 up. Okay, so he went to 36. Yeah, 36. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It all happened two months after, though. Like two months What's after that? the contract ended. Yeah. It happened two months after the contract ended. Oh, okay. So you didn't. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Time, so wait, wait. We got, we got more. We got more. We got a bigger buyer's list. All right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So you got the property. Okay. Hold on a second here. Yeah, confusing. <laughs> oh my God. Hold on a second. Hold on. I gotta take this phone call real quick. Hold on. Hello. No. Um. I'm. I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually almost done with uh an interview aim. Uh. So where you at? Okay, so, okay, so, okay, are you heading, uh, are you heading to my house now? 
Oh, okay. Um, I will. Um, I'll text you uh, the address. Okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, see you in thirty minutes. Okay, bye. Okay, that's uh, that's the first time because of my uh, uh, my videographer. She's flying uh, from California to come over to set up my YouTube uh, studio. So, oh, cool. I have to take that call. Okay. So hold on a sec. So you got the property under contract. Yeah. It expired. Now, be when when you got under contract, at that time, did you did you got any offer on the property? Uh, I mean, there, there were, everybody was offering me thirty five to thirty six around. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold on. So, so, so you did get an offer from a buy for thirty five thousand before you canceled the contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, why didn't well, now my question to you is why didn't you negotiate at that time? Oh, um, the seller wasn't that motivated. That's why. Yeah. He, he didn't want to go down the price. Okay. So you did come back and made him an offer. Yeah. Um, Two months later. No, 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 no. I, I, I understand that. But at the time, but at the time that you still have it under contract, did you went out and all the buyers said, all the buyers say, no, no, no. The best I can do is 35,000, right? Yeah. My question to you guys is at that time, did you made an offer to the seller? Yeah, I made an offer to the seller uh, for the same amount, 24, but he, he, he didn't want to take it. Okay, I got you. So you did make an offer, so that's good. So I want those of you who, who, who listen to this, the reason I ask this and break this down is because I want you guys to understand the, like a lot of times, you know, you know to, to get into details, right? To get into details of the process, you need to understand. So always make an offer. When, when your buyer goes out there, they say, no, no, no. Always ask your buyers, what is the best you can do? Don't, don't just take a no as they are not interested. They, they don't want to buy it. There's, there's always the numbers, right? Right? There's always a number that's going to work for somebody. So ask the, the buyer about the price, go back, and they'll obviously renegotiate. Don't just, don't just take a no and then cancel the contract, okay? You got it. So you made an offer, seller said no, so you canceled the contract. Okay. And then after that, you so your buyer calls back and said, hey, do you still have that property on the contract, right? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay, so the buyer calls back and offer you thirty six thousand, and then you, now at this time you go you before so at this time you don't have it under contract yet, but mm -hmm. you have an initial offer from a buyer for thirty six thousand, correct? Yeah, it, it was thirty five. I thought the I thought the buyer made made you a thousand dollar more, which is oh, thirty six. Yeah, thousand dollars more, yeah, than the other buyer. After after we we agreed thirty five, but then we negotiated up to thirty six. Okay, yeah. I, I got you. Okay, so okay, so okay, so 36. So, so at this time, my question to you now at this time, do you have the property back under contract or did you did you talk to the buyer to get a verbal offer? Then you go back and lock the property under contract with the seller. Yeah, that's what we did. Exactly what we did. Okay, got yeah. it. So you came back and locked the property under contract with the seller for how much? For uh, it was 29. Okay, so for twenty nine thousand, and you got the buyer to go up to thirty six thousand. Okay, so twenty nine. I'm not good with math, but so how much did you say your first wholesale deal again? It, it was uh, it was six thousand something. It, it was like yeah, but then there was more into and with the title. Uh, we ended up paying closing costs for the for the seller. Also. <laughs> 
Okay, so so that's why you guys end up at a five thousand dollar wholesale fee. Yeah, it, it was it was five thousand nine hundred. But okay, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, so now you got an offer from the from. So why did you end up paying for the closing costs and not the buyer? Um, the reason is we didn't really uh ne negotiate it. It's we that month that same month we got five other properties under contract and, and we we sold them all and with with that same guy we sold them uh we sold them another lot but we got confused in there that who was going to pay the closing cost for that property because for the other one he was paying uh all of it and then we had talked about that for this one we're going to pay half and half seller was going to pay half and uh buyer was going to pay half but we just got confused in there and uh we just we just missed out with the title company got you so okay man hold on a second dude i so my question now is that on the assignment contract that you have with the buyer i mean doesn't it doesn't it state on there that the buyer pay all closing costs or was it just a verbal agreement verbal yeah okay another mistake so those of you who's watching this it should be in your assignment contract either you want to pay the closing cost for the seller or the buyer pay all the closing costs for the seller make sure you have it in the in the contract because you know when you when you start to do business right and it is like when it becomes he said she said it can destroy a lot of relationship right because they remember one thing you remember one thing and it's just not good so make sure you have it in the contract like all of our assignment contract have that the buyers pay all the closing costs unless otherwise we put an addendum that we will take care of all the closing costs or take care of the seller closing costs just an fyi okay so okay so you found the buyer they pretty much and how long did it take you to close on that deal it was around we closed and yeah it was uh february so it took us like like a month like so we, i we, i got on the contract in october and uh we got the money on on we closed on it on february okay wait okay man I, so <laughs> so my so my question now is you went back and you renegotiate with the seller and you lock it on a contract for 29,000. How long did you lock it up on the contract for? Oh, oh, uh, there was just, well, that same day we did everything. So it, we got it on January, like the 10th and we closed on, uh, it's, uh, February, like the, I think the 17th or something like that. We, we did it. We did a simultaneous close. Oh boy. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. You got on the contract for on January. What? I think it was like, like the, the 21st or something like that. J January 21st. And you closed when February, what? Uh, like February, maybe the, the 21st or something like that. I'll say, I don't remember the dates, but we have it. Uh, we have it so, 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 so wait, so wait, so wait. So roughly about 30 days closing. Yeah. It took, it took like a month. Why? why does it take uh, well, why does it take uh so long because the the seller he was a veteran and he would always want like okay call me in two days or i'll call me in a week he, he was real like like that uh and also there was this, we <laughs> like, yeah he has, he has a paperwork record no 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 okay so no i like like 
I believe you guys. I just want to make sure that people that are watching this, they understand the process. So that way, when they go through, because there's little details in the process that if you can understand, you know, if you can understand the details, maybe it's going to help you, you know, um, obviously make, uh, you know, avoid some mistakes. So my question to you is that why does it take 30 days to close on it? Okay. It, it takes 30 days because they do a background check on the seller and the buyer. Uh, if they're married or anything like that, uh, they have to, well, here in Texas, they have to go and sign um, either, I mean, if they're divorced or whatever, they have to sign that they know that, that the person is selling the property. Uh, and if they owe anything, any taxes, any, any uh, child support, anything like that, they do those background checks. Uh, that make sure like not, no, none of the means go to the person that's going to buy it. Right, 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 right. So, so my question to you is that when, like, my question to you is that, was there any issue that came up on when they were doing the title search? Were, were there any issue? Hmm. Well, the, the seller at first, he didn't want to take his, uh, his wife because, um, he had married her, uh, like after he purchased that property and he's like, like, I don't have to, I don't have to take her because like, it's not in her name, but, uh, the title company was saying, no, like he still has to bring her. And he was there for like, like two weeks, uh, that he didn't want to take her and he wasn't going to sign anything. And then that, that issue happened with, uh, with the fees too, that when he went to sign, he was like, Oh, like, why am I paying closing costs too? Uh, and then we had, they have to make a, a new HUD and stuff like that. And right now with, with, uh, I think it's COVID, like everybody is selling like your houses, but they've been taking a little bit more time uh, also. Okay, I got you. So for those of you who's listening here, is that honestly, when it comes in all cash, the closing should be very quick. And I understand there's, I understand the whole COVID thing, right? Unless there's something come up with the title report or some issue and they have to resolve it. So it takes a long time. Some of my closing, you know, buyers said, hey, I'm ready to close in seven days or I'm ready to close in five days. So whenever title is clear, right, they're ready to close. So typically, you know, they can close in seven, 15 days in five days. Typically, I think that most title company right now, they need about two weeks, which is, you know, 15 days to close on a property. So you don't need a 30 days closing. I'm just telling. So that way, those of you guys know this that you don't have to wait 30 days, all right? Whenever you, you know, whenever the buyer is ready to close, trying to close as quickly as possible, because as when you don't, until, until you close and you get that checks in your hand, like anything can happen. So you don't want to wait, okay? So basically the reason why it took 30 days, because there's some issue that comes up on the title um, search and the situation with the seller, right? Okay. Okay, so final question. So how much do you put a deposit down with the seller? How much was your deposit? Uh, $25. <laughs> $25 with the earnest money with the seller? No, it was $25. Yep, $25. And how much was the deposit uh, that the buyer has to put down? Uh, he didn't put in any, any down. Uh, we, we, we worked with him before. Um, we trusted him already that he was going to buy it. Like we, we had trust with him. But if we, usually if we don't have trust with the buyer, well, we will require uh, an earnest money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, so why so why wouldn't your buyer put any uh, deposit down? Uh, honestly, like we don't really have like experience about it. Sure. Uh, so we just uh, honestly we just went like that to be honest. Like, I got you. So the so the thing is, um, I mean, uh, um, and I understand, right? You guys you guys work with the buyer, you guys build a relationship, you can trust your buyers and all of that. 
but my thing is, you know, friendship is one thing or, or personal friend, personal relationship is one thing. But when it comes to business, just make sure that it's business, you know. So let's just say that in the future, you guys end up doing a big deal. Maybe it wasn't $25. What if it was, you know, let's just say $2,500, okay? And your buyers didn't put anything down. They back out. Guess what? You're the one who has the skin in the game. Because you're saying the trust and all that. Because a lot of times, like, you never know what will go on in people's lives. Could be a divorce, could be an accident, could be whatever the case may be, right? So always make sure that you, you know, I understand you trust your buyer, but make sure they have some skin in the game and treat this as a business. Just so that there's no feelings or, 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 or any relationship being hurt, all right? Um, okay, I mean, okay, so... You guys said about simultaneous closing. Why did why did why did you not do an assignment, but you have to do a, a double closing? No, we. What I mean, um, on a simultaneous simultaneous closing means like um, we 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 fill out the one two four contract, the the track. Are you familiar with that? The the one two four residential contract. Okay, so ho hold on a second. I mean. A, a simultaneous closing, it's wow. just like a double closing. It's basically just, I think, different wording. So yeah. I want to make sure I understand you guys is correct. So when you say simultaneous closing, so you actually close with the seller and the buyer comes in and close with you. And it all and it all happens simultane simultaneously in the same day, right? Um, what we mean is that um, we, we, didn't, we didn't do no double closing on, on the actual contract. We just put the actual seller and the buyer. And... In, in the in the one two four contract, there's a there's a part where it says special provisions, and that's where we put our assignment fee. Okay, so okay, so based so so you guys did an assignment. Yeah, we did an assignment, but okay, because er, because because earlier because because earlier when you say simultaneous closing, uh -huh. and if those of you who's watching, I mean simultaneous closing, it's mean you're it it, it basically mean you're doing a double closing. Oh. And typically, when people do a double close or a simultaneous closing, it means the title gets the title transfer from you, from the seller to you, and then from you to the buyer. So the buyer actually didn't buy the property from the seller, but they actually bought it from you guys. And simultaneous closing means it all happens within the same day, and and you literally take take title. So you actually as a wholesaler, you actually took title for I don't know an hour, two hour, whatever it is. And then when, when typically when people do simultaneous, simultaneous closing or double closing is because they don't want the buyer to know how much they make on their assignment fee. So anyways, but anyways, we're running out of time, you guys. So for those of you who's watching this, though, what are some tips, advice that you guys can give to, you know, people that are just starting out? Honestly, like a tip that I would give is like, like, like honestly, never give up. Like, for real, like everybody says that, but never give up. Honestly, it took us like a couple other months uh like from from november we we tried to also like um houses on the mls but it didn't work out we couldn't get the numbers out and then like we we're grinding all that time and then in january is when we when we we got uh actually five houses five houses on our contract we're like like finally like uh and we sold all of them already too uh we were like uh, honestly like this all this hard work paid off this month and after that like it's been going like really 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 good yeah yeah gotcha so, okay hold on a second so, so in January, you got five property on the contract and these are all off market deal, right? No, off market, yeah. Okay, hold on a second. So all these are off market deal. 
And so, dude, so you guys end up doing five deals, five deals. Yeah, in, in a month. Holy smokes, bro. So <laughs> we might have to do that TikTok video again. So <laughs> how so how much you made on your first wholesale deal? Okay, so this the one was five thousand, and then this one was five thousand nine hundred. Uh, one was fifteen thousand. Wait, 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 wait. The third one is how much? Fifteen thousand. Uh, five zero. One five zero. One five fifteen. Okay, one five. Okay. Oh, uh, well, what's the fourth one? Uh, a thousand five hundred. Okay. Um, and then another one was four thousand. Okay. Scratch, scratch, scratch the numbers because we're we're getting confused. <laughs> okay, okay, you okay? You know what? We're just gonna go with that. But I'm have to redo the TikTok video with you guys. Uh, now, how do people connect with you two, man? Uh, I mean. We, I, I uploaded videos on, on TikTok. Uh, my TikTok is uh, bochas.mm, or you can follow me on Instagram uh, at uh, dr.bochas. Uh, you guys can, if you guys need any help with any deals or anything like that, uh, you guys can uh, hit me up there. I can, I can, I'm gonna show you everybody like, like the way <laughs> can too. Yeah, uh, we're over in the valley, uh, the RGV, 956 gang, guys. <laughs> uh, if you guys want one more tip and need help, uh, wholesaling here in the valley because here in the valley uh in the Rio Grande valley it's a lot different than up north our different states so it's harder um but if you guys want more uh, information just uh or need help closing a deal uh, my name is martin it's my my instagram is martin underscore v-i-l-l-i-c-a-n-a -L -L -I -I <laughs> so, got it okay for those of you who's watching this, I honestly hope that this video will add a lot of value to you or maybe even a tiny bit. If it does, please show my guests, myself, some love and boom, smash that thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, be sure to smash that subscribe button. And until next time, you guys take care. Um, could you guys send me over a picture so I can use it for a thumbnail? Yeah. Okay. And then and then stay, stay tuned because we have to do that uh, TikTok video over again. But everyone that's watching, take care and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. So hold on here.